Now, who in here remembers, by show of hands, the 1963 uh, movie, Lilies of the Field? I know it's pretty old, but some younger people out there may have run across it on one of the, uh, one of the Turner broadcast networks or whatever. Well, in short, it's about a handyman who, whose car was running hot and he needed some water uh, for his radiator. And in passing by a, um, a convent, he asks one of the nuns for some water. But before you knew it, the nun had him building a chapel for them. Now, to me, it's a movie of anticipation, of, of giving, of kindness. And, of course, with him building a chapel, it's a movie of building the kingdom. But most of all, it's a movie of rejoicing. See, during the, mo the movie, he sings this little simple yet very complex song that added so much meaning to my life. Just ask my wife. I sing it all the time. And when I feel a little bit overjoyed or have one of these, lily I call them lilies of the field moments, I find myself singing. So what better way to rejoice today on Rejoice Sunday than to sing? So do I have any singers in here? Raise of hands. Well, if you don't want to sing, I mean, it's fine, but at least put your hands together. But I'm going to start the cadence. Amen. 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 Sing it over. See the little baby wrapped in the manger. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Beautiful. This church is alive. It's filled with the Spirit. Amen. <laughs> I love it. And as Christians, we all shout for joy. We rejoice today. Christ our Lord is near. Today we celebrate the third Sunday of Advent, also known, as Father said, as Gadate Sunday, which means rejoice. We can feel it in the air. We can see it on every child's face as they anticipate that excitement of Christmas. And it's growing, too. But there's much more to it, much more than our celebration than this. Throughout Advent, we've been preparing and continuing to prepare with joy to receiving Christ at his coming at Christmas into our lives right now and when he comes again to bring his kingdom to fulfillment. But this coming Christmas is not just another birthday that when it's over we take out the trash with uh, old wrapping paper. No, it's, a, it's preparing to celebrate his coming for us, for all times, his majesty among us. And that's what we hear today in our readings. Our Lord is in our midst, the great and holy one of Israel. He is among us. 
Well, brothers and sisters, this truth, this joy of God's presence among us should remind us that there is no time or place we proclaim it more powerfully than we gather together and celebrate Mass. Amen? Amen. Yes. See, this emphasis on joy and presenting and present uh, and the presence rather of God the coming of Christ into our midst provides a very fitting opportunity for us to continue our year of the Eucharist and St. Joseph preaching series on the mass and today our focus is on the real presence and the reception of the Eucharist See, the church continues to reinforce the real presence because many of our brothers and sisters still feel like it's, it's simply symbolic. No way. Now, I, I pulled something up from Scott Hahn. He, he has a real good quote that he, that's really important for our times. He said, if the Eucharist that Jesus instituted was just a meal, well then Calvary was just the Roman, uh, the Roman execution. But if Jesus instituted the Eucharist to be the Passover of the New Covenant, then it had to involve both sacrifice and communion, as did the Old Covenant, the Passover. See, our God is a God who is faithful to his promise. He has promised to be with us always. And as Christians, we know that we need Christ to be present in our lives. He's very, in, in our very sustenance, he, remains, he reminds us, unless we eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, we do not have life within. See, Christ, well, he didn't stop those disciples who were, who were leaving, who said this, this, this message was hard to hear. He didn't stop them at all and say, well, no, stop, stay with me. I was just... Um, I was just talking symbolically. No, he didn't say that. And it's because Jesus Christ is truly present in body, blood, soul, and divinity under the form of bread and wine. It is not ordinary bread or ordinary drink and that we receive in the Eucharist, but the flesh and blood of Christ who came to nourish and transform to restore our relationship with God and to with one another. So we respond in faith directly to Christ, affirming our belief that he miraculously gives us his body and blood in the Eucharist. And in the words of the centurion, we declare, Lord, I am not worthy to receive you. See, the very presence of Christ, we admit our sinfulness, our desperate need for him, we can't make it on our own without him. Now, Pope Francis also reminds us that the Eucharist is not a prize for the perfect, but a powerful medicine, and it nourishes us for the weak. This is why a mere remembering of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection would never be enough. We need to encounter him and offering himself to us and truly receive him present in the Eucharist through which he cleanses us of sin and he strengthens us. He opens our eyes to his presence and to the poor 
unites us to himself and to one another and gives us a share in the very life of God. As we move into procession together as a church to encounter and receive Christ in the Eucharist, this action is a prayer for we outwardly express our inward desire to be united to Christ and to one another. And as our ordinary and extraordinary ministers raise the host for each person, they profess faith in the real presence by saying, the body of Christ. We then bow our heads in reverence to, in reverence to Christ and respond in faith. <laughs> Thank you. And we may also receive the body, in, the body of Christ in the hand or on the tongue, but the best way, of course, is the tongue. But if you, if you will receive it on the hand, make sure that you hold, you, you put your left hand on top of your right hand and hold your left hand very flat so that the minister can place it right on top of that hand. And, and um, that is the best way to receive it. So it's like no plucking or picking. I've seen all kinds of ways that people do it. Or if, I know there's a lot of tall guys in here too, and they have their hands way up here and I'm having to reach way over. So just bring it down to me and, and we'll place the body of Christ with the utmost reverence. And so it's always done with that utmost reverence. For receiving the Eucharist means adoring him whom we receive. See, our amens have a twofold meaning as well. It is our ascent of faith, see, meaning that we agree that Christ's Eucharist, Christ is Eucharist and, and present in the Eucharist. And it's our promise to become more like Christ and allow him to live in us more fully. The one we receive in the Eucharist, Jesus Christ holds nothing back. He draws us into the very heart of God, offering us the fullness of his tender love and the power of his heal, of, of power to heal all of our wounds. The Lord our God is near. He is in our midst. So let's receive Christ with joy, for he comes to save us. Let this be for us one of those lily of the field moments as we sing in rejoicing, amen, 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 amen. God bless you.